Hi there. We welcome you to the Rush Hour Morning Show podcast. My name is Brian Rushing. The guy across the table's name is... Corky Franks. And check this out, Brian. I know everyone can't tune in Monday to Friday, 6 to 9 a.m. on WGNCRadio.com, 101.1 FM, or 1450 a.m. And that's why we have some great news for the listeners. That's right. You can now get our podcast on SoundCloud as well as Spotify and Apple Music. It's fantastic for you. We do the work. You get the enjoyment. So enjoy. Back here on the Rush Hour Morning Show on this Tuesday morning. All right, now, Corky Franks, i got to ask you a question. Ask okay. it. What was I hearing just a moment about related to all of these trading cards that I saw. Well, first of all, um, we had we have an impromptu. We knew he was going to be on the show. He came in studio. He yeah, al- we got the bonus. He almost busted me eating this uh, buffet of breakfast I had, which was a uh, cheeseburger and a piece you of... You make that sound like a bad thing. Uh, it wasn't a bad thing. No, I, it wasn't. Man, I had a fresh cheeseburger and some uh, banana nut bread. Amy cooked last night fresh. Oh, it was so good. Coach comes rolling in, and we're sitting. He's getting ready to play a big baseball game this week, or hopefully several big baseball games this weekend. And we're talking about NBA trading cards, Coach. <laughs> I love it. I'm, I'm such a, I'm such a memorabilia geek, and when I come in here, I just sit here and am in awe of all the stuff that Corky's got in studio right here. And you didn't even charge him the $2 this time. No, and we talked about charging admission. You know, one thing we didn't have, you I think you were looking for it when you came in here, was the... Uh, the Walter Payton signature. Yeah, yeah the Walter. The- we have a Walter Payton helmet. One of just a couple on the planet. So uh, we got that here. And then you started checking out some of the old cards laying around. And yeah. the next thing you know, we're talking about spending $250,000 on a <laughs> box of 86 Fleer basketball cards, Coach. I'm going to say this without any hesitation, Okay. When am I going to buy them? No, 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 no. I, I understand, okay? There are stations, there are shows in Charlotte. They may have some phenomenal things. They may have a lot of money riding behind it. There's not one studio in Charlotte that compares to this one right here. This, there's nothing that's better than what's in this studio. And if, you don't even have to like radio. To like the studio. Well, it's, a pop, it's like a pop culture museum. It, it most it certainly is. is. I mean, it's all over. I mean, there's, you know, we talk about the uh, the Walter Payton uh, signature. He even signed it Sweetness Coach. You yeah, see that's that? That's incredible. Isn't that nice? Well, you got to remember, my one of my first memories is the Bears winning 86 Super Bowl. So, um, when I think back about it, my dad's a big Bears fan. You know, I Brian knows this about me, but I'm Cubs, Bulls, Bears. You know, and I grew up, and I think about... You know, Michael Jordan hit that shot when I was five years old at Carolina. And the last dance was my senior year of high school. So you're sitting there. Well, it may have been my freshman year of college. I can't remember. But that literally defines my childhood. And that's my favorite athlete of all time. And then, you know, to come in and and see uh, Bears helmets with Walter Payton, sign sweetness, all that kind of stuff. I mean, it's just I geek out a little bit. What about the Stretch Armstrong? Still in the box over there, Coach. Who has yeah. one, who has one of those on the planet? Man, I think I had one when I was a kid, <laughs> but I don't remember. We used, to, we used to tear them apart and see what was inside of them, right? Yeah, did you ever do that? that. Yeah. yeah. Well, it, I think we did. I don't know. 
Um, oh, I, we did, Coach. We were a bunch of little rednecks running around. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just be honest here. <laughs> For those of you that don't know that voice, Chris Anderson, head baseball coach at Belmont Abbey College, is here with us this morning. Coach, you know, when we when we reached out to you, we were we were going to be grateful to have you on. And we were thinking phone call, and, and it was going to be awesome. Then all of a sudden, you walk through the studio door, and you're like, okay, it's about to get real in here. This <laughs> is This is fantastic. Welcome to the Rush Hour Morning Show. Well, like, like always, I appreciate you having me. I just, Brian, for anyone listening, Brian and I kind of go way back on the... Indeed. We did a show together for uh, two years, and... Uh, on, I just, on WGNC. Right. Yeah. You know, and, and I just, you and I have just kind of a great rapport, and I, I just do so much better. The last one we did on the, um, on the air was over the phone, so I, I felt like I needed to get in here and do this today. Well, we're, we're certainly glad that you made some time to come over this way and, and, and be a part of it. Coach, I mean, obviously the, the elephant in the room in this is the fact that your Belmont Abbey Crusaders ball team is, is going to the regionals. You got the three seed in the Southeast Regional. Now, the last time that you and I were ever together to talk about regionals, there was no split region. Right. There was no regional that leads to a super region there was no newberry region there was no tigerville region there was everybody coming together and you're going to duke it out for days on end yeah it was it's it was a a grind to you know to to get through that regional um it's it's going to be that way this year i still think we're the best region in the country and um you know i you could probably make an argument for a couple other ones but we're definitely in the top two or three um this this region is so difficult, man, and, and I was on the regional selection committee this year for the first time, and the margin between what was two and about nine was very, very little. Uh, you're talking about everybody uh, Everybody had a great year that, that made this, and, and now you're going to go in and see uh, the teams that can execute at the highest level, and uh, they can perform in the moment, those kind of things. You know, Coach, you know, understanding this is the first time that you've been part of the the selection committee, but you've always had your finger on the pulse of what the selection committee's done. You've always had great insight to where you thought your program was year in and year out. This year, I would imagine that with, with the split regions and everything going on, could – I mean – could they have put you in a much tougher pod than the one that you're in right now? I mean, you're going to open up against Columbus State. I still I, – I, I have guttural moans when I think about yeah. Belmont Abbey, Columbus State. That's your first opponent, and then you're going to have Newberry on the other side. And What Russell Triplett's done at Newberry has been fantastic. Oh, yeah. This is, this is a tough four teams to try to wade through just to get to a super regional. Yeah, you know, and I, the, the only thing I'd say back to that is the other one has the number one team in the country. <laughs> well, there's and that. Then, and then they've got the, the two teams that won their conference tournament. Mm-hmm. So you've got Mount Olive and Georgia Southwestern, which could be arguably the two hottest teams in the yes. regionals. Yes. So, I, you know, personally, uh, the, the effects of Columbus State, you know, having played them – so many years. We go back to 2008, and we opened with them in the regional. And this is the first time we've been to back-to-back regional since 08-09. So it's it's definitely um, I 
I feel I almost feel like I expect to see uh, the Cougars <laughs> every year when we play them uh, when we get to NCAA tournament. Well, you know, and even even from the Lander days, I mean, you in particular, Kermit Smith in particular, you know, you guys spent a lot of time facing off this, you know, against this Columbus State Club, and of course. This is one of the premier programs within the Southeast region. So, I mean, really, from your perspective, you couldn't be more familiar with another regional opponent than these Cougars. Mm -hmm. I mean, it just really comes down to a matter of your guys executing versus their guys. No doubt. And we opened with them last year in the tournament. And um, I'm very – I don't want to say comfortable against a team like this, but – Familiar is a good word, I think. Um, we just – we've seen them play a million times. I was in the Peach Belt for four years, and even when I wasn't – when I was at Belmont Abbey, um, we played them so many times that, you know, I know them, I know their coaching staff, and I know they're going to be as well-prepared and, and play as about as well as you can possibly ask for. Chris Anderson here on the Rush Hour Morning Show. Coach, I want to ask you this. You've got some clubs – that get into a regional scenario. You've got some clubs that that get into the regional and they're going in with a sense of hunger. Um, Maybe they feel like there's some unfinished business from the regular season. Maybe they didn't get the seed that they thought maybe they were deserving of. Maybe sometimes in some situations, they feel like they might have been jilted from the possibility of hosting a regional. Then you've got others that are like, no, no, we're exactly where we need to be. What we need to do is we need to make sure that we uphold the expectations that were put on us from the beginning. Where would you say your club is at this point going into this particular regional? You know, it's hard to say exactly. I I know that having gone there last year and lost, um, everybody, pretty much everybody in our program was on that team. I mean, we got some young ones that weren't in the on that team last year, but I, I, I don't know if you know exactly how, how we lost out or our season ended last year. We got walked off on, uh, and it was a legit walk-off home run. It wasn't one of those kind of like, hey, we scratched a few singles together, we walked a guy in the middle, and then a guy got a two-strike base hit. I mean, a guy hit a nuke, everybody's celebrating, you know, and, and that that pain sticks with you for a while. So, I think regardless of how we did in the conference tournament, which we went two and two, we beat North Greenville, we got beat by Mount Olive, and that's the kind of the way it goes. Um, you know, I think this, they, they're viewing this as this, the slate has been wiped clean, and we're going in 0-0, walking into this tournament with the mentality of winning. And we got a bunch of kind of gritty, tough kids I think you've seen us play enough where mm-hmm. you probably answer that question the same way. Um, I, you know, I don't know if we're going to be the most talented uh, every time we play, but we got guys that love to compete and they're good at the game. A lot of really good college baseball players. Do you like this format personally better than the other seven-team double elimination battle royale style format? Well, without question. I mean, this is it, – it is almost – absolutely a mirror of what division one does uh, sure next year we'll go to the eighth team we'll be in the regional because we're adding two more teams i believe to our region which will be two straight up four team uh, brackets with a super on the back end which is a three game series uh, of the two winners to go to carry which is our omaha 
for people for listeners sure. that don't know. It's USA Baseball Training Complex, and it's a, it's like a mini Omaha when you show up there. No question about it. Here with uh, Coach Chris Anderson of the Belmont Abbey Crusaders, Coach, I would imagine the format benefits teams that are deep enough to put together solid pitching over the course of you know three or four games, mm-hmm. whatever they run into playing. But it also giving another team an opportunity to host at least a segment of the regional probably, A, creates a little bit of ease on travel for the most part. Sure. And at the same time gives another school an opportunity to host in the regional that, you know, at the same time, you know, is another reward for putting together a phenomenal year. Because let's be honest, any one of these seven teams in this regional, very deserving to be here very deserving, conceivably, if the ping-pong balls would have bounced the right way, to host their own. So having more opportunities within the region to host probably benefits everybody. Absolutely. I think you nailed every single point that I would have hit right there. Uh, I think it it adds to uh, the, the excitement for some of the teams that maybe – wouldn't have hosted to be in the running to host. I mean, we, we're the three seed overall. We're the two seed in the Newberry Regional. We were right in that mix, and, you know, we put in a bid uh, to, to host. So on top of that, you know, at, at the very end, I think if we would have beat Mount Olive and maybe made a little bit longer of a run in the tournament, I think there's a very real chance we could have hosted. Uh, and, and for all of you that have known that, that's something Belmont Abbey's never done. We've never hosted a regional of all the great things we've done in our program, we've never done that before. So the excitement of that is pretty cool. The other thing is, and I, you know, not putting the cart before the horse, but if we were to find a way to win this regional and four or five, you know, does come out of the other bracket, then that would put us as a host for the super. And so it's still not completely out of the question. I want to, I want to continue that conversation piece We come back on the other side of the break. I know you're going to stay with us for the remainder of the half hour, which I'm grateful for. Let's take a break. and we come back, I want to press that issue about hosting a region and its impact on the program. When we come back here, as we get into our final block here in just a moment on the Rush Hour Morning Show, we'll be right back. Cabinet in Belmont has been serving Gaston County for decades, providing some of the finest cabinet design, utilizing incredible craftsmanship, and extraordinary attention to the details. Jeff Gibson and his team have shown off their handiwork in numerous remodels and new construction projects throughout North Carolina. Give Jeff and his crew a call at 704-825-9694. Cabinets Unlimited, 704-825-9694. Hi there, I'm Brian Rushing of the new Rush Hour Morning Show on WGNC. Co-host Corky Franks and I are bringing you the sports talk with a local feel and a ton of laughs. Well, let's be honest, Brian. I'm probably going to provide the laughs while you provide the majority of sports talk. Besides, why do I have to be the co-host? Well, let's both be co-hosts. Well, let's do it. So join us from 6 to 9 a.m. On the Rush Hour Morning Show every weekday on WGNC. I have a question for you. Do you remember this song? How sweet it is to be loved by you. 
Okay, let's think about this. Why is it that everyone remembers hundreds of songs almost note by note they never set out to memorize? That's the power of a sticky. When you hear a song or maybe a good advertising message for some frequency week after week for about six months, it gets in your long-term memory, even when you don't intend it to. You remember because you heard it. That's why radio is a sticky advertising medium. You can't hear a newspaper billboard or Facebook ad. Okay, TV has the power of sound too, but advertising on TV week after week can be very expensive. With radio, you can afford to get sticky. Then someone in the market of what you have to sell, hopefully they will remember you if you want them to. Take advantage of radio, the power of sound. Want to know why more and more companies are choosing to relocate and expand in Cleveland County, North Carolina? Maybe it's the variety of real estate and facility options for the entrepreneur and the large manufacturer. Maybe it's the ideal location with global accessibility and transportation. Maybe it's the low operating costs, workforce, and supportive local government. Maybe it's the family-friendly lifestyle and engaged and active community. Or maybe you just need to come check it out for yourself. You'll find all you're looking for at Charlotte's Backyard. Visit ChooseClevelandCountyNC.com. This is an American Red Cross blood donation alert. The Red Cross is facing an emergency need for blood donors and is urging eligible donors of all types to give now and help avoid delays in life-saving medical care for patients this summer. Blood donations are being distributed to hospitals faster than donations are coming in. More donations are needed now to help replenish the blood supply. Be a hero to a patient in need. Use the Blood Donor app, visit redcrossblood.org, or call 1-800-RED-CROSS to make an appointment to help save lives. segment here of the Rush Hour Morning Show. Don't forget, of course, 9 a.m. Glenn Beck will be on. Clay and Buck will be on at 12 noon. Sean Hannity at 3. We're the pivot. We take you from Fox Sports Radio in the overnight to the heavy hitters and talk radio throughout the course of the day. It's our little three-hour window into the local sports world here on AM 1450, 101.1 FM, and we're so glad to invade the space with you each and every Monday through Friday on the Rush Hour Morning Show. So, Chris Anderson is our guest here, the head baseball coach at Belmont Abbey College. Coach, let me let me ask you this question. You, you On the other side of the break, you talked about hosting a regional. Um, this is something that I knew from the very moment that you got to Belmont Abbey College, that's something that you wanted to take on, that you still want to take on. Now, this is just an observation of, of what's happened in the last few years that I think is now making that a very real possibility to where there was a time, I think, let's be very honest, it would have been difficult at best to host a regional over at Abbey Yard. You look at what's taking place between exits 26 and 27, all the immense growth, the places to go have dinner, the places to lodge for a weekend. All of those things are coming into a place at a perfect time to where, honestly, 2014, 2013, I don't even know that this is really going to be taken seriously just because 
I don't know that we could have held the logistics together at Belmont Abbey College to make it reality. Without question, the logistics are in place now to where Belmont Abbey can host a regional for baseball. Yeah, I, the days of little old country, sleepy town Belmont are kind of uh, gone. When I first got here in 2004, which I, you know, I was a little familiar with the area. I was just coming from Salisbury. So, you know, we've been down here. I played here many times. I think it's a good thing, the growth in Belmont. You know, I, I, I do, and this, I've got some feelings about it because I, I try to be a big part of the community. I'm, I want to be at local events. I want to meet people. I want to know them as friends and all that kind of stuff. I still think some of Belmont's preserved, like what, right back where we are mm-hmm. is still a little preserved. Um, but exits 26 and 27 are suburban Charlotte. I mean, there is no question about it right now. So uh, it, it it definitely is intriguing for me. And we got we got some things we still got to do at Abbey Yard, you know. And you've been there long enough to see some of the, you know, the small steps we've taken to upgrade our facility. And we still have many more plans in the in the hopefully very near future uh, to continue making it a great experience for people to come out and watch games uh, for sure. But it's definitely you're right. We've grown from a place that had our set of challenges, and we still do. You know, small private school. I mean, there's a set of challenges that come with that inherently, and um, we're working to attack those to make it better and better. Well, I mean, but but even. The issue with just simply having a place for the teams to stay, sure. much less the fans. Absolutely. A decade ago, that's going to be an arduous task at best. I mean, you're literally riding 10, 15, 20 minutes down the road just to stay somewhere. Now, that situation has been all but mitigated. Well, you saw it in the conference tournament down at Caremont Health with, you know, in the Fuse District, you know, the, the, the conference put in a policy they had to stay in Gaston County. So the the funding was going to our county, mm-hmm. and um, you which know, made Brandon Black and Michael Applegate and all the good people with Go Gaston NC, um, you know, very happy. Absolutely, and, 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 and certainly it helps the coffers here in in town. There's no question, and a regional would do that exact same thing in probably exponential fashion because you don't go to a region a regional without being ardently involved. In the program, absolutely, and and you know the NCAA is paying for it then at that sure. point. So, you know the the spending changes a little bit, right? Well, speaking of which, your club's going to make the trip to Newberry College tomorrow to start playing on Thursday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, with the possibility of playing Sunday, as I'm understanding it. Um, Coach, what's got to happen? for this club to get through that four-team gauntlet and, ho- and hoist a trophy that gets you to a super regional. Yeah, we we got we to gotta have starting pitching, and I know I'm going to be captain obvious right now. But if you're going to win a tournament, you got to have good quality starts out there. And, and you saw when we did in the conference tournament, and you saw when we didn't. And, you know, those are the two differences right there. Um, I think we're competitive with anyone when we do that. When we play with a short bullpen, and what I mean by a short bullpen is guys are guys are able to go out in short stints and let it eat in short stints. And uh, next guy up mentality, you know, that's the way I like to play. Good mm-hmm. quality starts with short bullpen. Uh, we got to hit with two strikes. I think that's something that 
if there's been an Achilles heel for us all year offensively, it is that. Uh, I think we've got to be committed to our plan in, in two-strike situations. And um, and I think we've got to do a great job. Uh, I, I think we've done an unbelievable job all year defensively, especially losing our shortstop around game 20, 22, um, where we, we have really, really changed how we play because we are so good defensively. Coach, before you jump off here, you, you mentioned Let It Eat and, and how Belmont's becoming suburbia. But on your Twitter feed, I noticed you guys had some catered food brought in here. That looks like fried chicken, uh, baked beans, sweet tea. Is that what that was? That's a smoke pit right there. Is that what, is yeah, that what you got yeah, it from? Yeah. I knew there was no lobster or escargot <laughs> or anything like that. So maybe this little sleepy town still still uh, country sometimes. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. Well, I like it that way. And we got brisket and chicken and, and barbecue from – from over there, and we do a really nice meal for that award ceremony. Or, I'm sorry, for that selection show. Well, and and with that selection show, Coach, congratulations with another regional opportunity. Um, still having some conversations with the folks down at Newberry. There's a possibility that I may be seeing you down there awesome. at some point this weekend. But um, definitely want to thank you for stopping by this morning, and we wish you all the best of luck. Hopefully – We'll be bringing you back in sometime next week to be talking about a super regional. Well, I would love that. I'd love nothing more to be sitting here next Tuesday doing the exact same thing. So well, thanks for having me, guys. I really enjoy it. Let's go ahead and book that. And with that said, folks, we want to thank you so much for joining us here on the Rush Hour Morning Show on this Tuesday morning. Tomorrow morning, the Rhinos, fear the horn. They'll be here tomorrow. Sean Doty. Mike Stewart-Walt will be celebrating the baseball and softball team who's heading to a National Junior College World Series. We'll be covering that tomorrow as we continue on the Rush Hour Morning Show. Until we're back here 21 hours from now, have a fantastic evening. We'll see you next time. Goodbye, everybody. We thank you for tuning in to this Rush Hour Morning Show podcast. Don't forget, you can find us Monday through Friday from 6 to 9 a.m. on WGNC AM 1450, 101.1 FM. You can even stream the show on WGNCRadio.com. Until we're back with you with the next podcast, enjoy your day. We'll see you next time.